Are you a nurse iconoclast? Do you walk to the beat of a different drummer? Here on episode 82 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about nurse iconoclasts and how they break molds and color outside the lines. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Yes, this is episode 82. And on this podcast, we talk all about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of the Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by Staff Garden, a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high-quality employers around the United States through their private, secure, online e-portfolio system. I have an e-portfolio, and there's really no reason for you not to sign up at staffgarden.com. I thank my friends at Staff Garden for their generous support. Please head over to staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith to check them out and say hello. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Healthcare Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, and the Your Next Shift Podcast. Watch for a launch of the Pulse Media Network sometime in November or December of 2016, and many shows being added to the network in the months to come. And you know what? If you have a burning question and you'd like your voice featured on air, head over to nursekeith.com, click on the bright pink banner on the left-hand margin of any page of the site, leave me a voicemail, and I will play your voice right on the air and address your question directly. And did you know that you can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? You can pledge as little as $2 a month, but if you pledge more than that, at least $5, there's some pretty cool premiums and gifts that you get in exchange for your generosity and support. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Nurse Keith, and I really appreciate your support. Finally, if you want to find the episode show notes please head over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 82. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here and I want to dig right into today's topic. So on episode 82, we're going to be expanding upon what I talked about during episode 81, which is owning your genius as a nursing professional being an iconoclast, breaking molds, going against the grain, coloring outside the lines, not even recognizing the box, and exhibiting what I like to call positive deviance from the nursing norm. So on November 7th of 2016, I published a blog post discussing nurse iconoclasts, and it was all predicated on the famous quote by Oscar Wilde that some of you probably already know, and that quote is, be yourself Everyone else is already taken. And, you know, Oscar had it right. You have to be yourself. And if you want to be yourself as a nurse, sometimes you have to do things that are a little bit different than the rest of the crowd is doing. If you want to strike out on your own, that can be a little scary. And it can also be something that you will find you receive a lot of pushback from other nurses about. This can be a little bit hard. It can be challenging. And you know what? You just kind of have to do it anyway, because you don't necessarily want to just do what everyone else is telling you to do, which many nurses have a, I'd say maybe a habit of taking that a little too far and then getting themselves in a place in their career where they'd rather not be. So I wrote in that blog post, 
An iconoclast can be defined as a person who goes against the grain, rebels against convention, or otherwise subverts the dominant paradigm in the interest of marching to his or her own drummer. Picasso was assuredly an iconoclast, and there are plenty more to choose from in the arts, sciences, and lots of other disciplines. And then in the blog post, I went on to talk about the fact that when I graduated from nursing school in 1996, and pardon me if you've heard this story before, I told my classmates and my professors that I wasn't going to get a med surge job in the hospital, and I was going to really sink my teeth into a job at an inner city community health center. And I did that. They all told me it was professional suicide and that my career would pretty much flounder from that day forward. And you know what? It's now more than 20 years since I've been a nurse. I've never been unemployed, except for short periods where I chose to be. And I've had a very wonderful career. And I really had to, at that time, reject the opinions that were telling me it was professional suicide. I had to do something different, a little bit out of the box. I had to go against the grain. And that was hard. And I took a lot of flack for it. But I trusted my gut. I trusted my intuition and went down the path that seemed most appropriate and prudent to me at the time. So speaking of being in a box, nurses historically have been pigeonholed and held back in tons of ways over the decades, actually over the centuries, but especially, I would say, during the 18th, 19th, 20th centuries. So as a traditionally female profession, I know men are now about 10% of the profession, but as a largely female profession, nurses have been subjugated mostly due to the fact that their ranks are filled with women and there has always been a medical patriarchy that's really done its best. It's very concerted best to keep nurses down, to keep nurses in their little boxes And now, even now in the 21st century in 2016, you have the American Medical Association, you have legislators and other medical lobbying groups who are very vehemently lobbying against advances in the scope of practice for nurses, for APRNs, advanced practice nurses, doctors of nursing practice, etc. So our autonomy and our scope of practice, the breadth and depth of our scope of practice is consistently under fire and trying to be rolled back in certain states and certain regions of the country, and we need to keep pushing back legislatively. So nurses are used to this, but the problem is that I see that a lot of nurses have internalized that oppression and then impose that oppression on one another by trying to keep one another from doing things that are a little bit different or going against the grain. So that's something that we definitely need to change, folks. So I want to take a pause for the cause and thank our sponsor again over at Staff Garden. They're a digital healthcare company creating very powerful partnerships with recruiters from some of the most progressive healthcare employers anywhere in the country. So as a nurse, you go to staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith. You create a free, totally secure online e-portfolio, and then Staff Garden will only share that e-portfolio with employers that you've given them permission to share your information. So your ePortfolio can expose you to positions and opportunities that aren't going to be posted anywhere else on traditional job sites. So I encourage you to utilize Staff Garden 
as a place to find unusual novel opportunities that aren't going to be posted anywhere else, and also as a great place to store your certificates and other documents that you can upload to your portfolio and keep them there for safekeeping and then re-download them when you need them. So staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Please check them out and tell them thank you for sponsoring the Nurse Keith Show. All right, so back to the issue at hand here. You know, I've talked about this before and I'm going to say it again. Just like back in 1996 when I was told it was professional suicide to not get a med surge job and start my nursing career from a different perspective in a different place, even now, new nurses are being brainwashed and they're being hit over the head with the fact that they have to get a med surge job or they're not going to be able to do anything as a nurse afterwards. The problem is that, as most of you may know, there aren't enough med surge jobs and new nurse residency programs to go around. So lots of nurses contact me saying, I'm a new nurse and I can't find a job. What do I do? And I have to help them reconfigure their thinking and find a new path, a new way into the profession because they can't do what they were told they absolutely had to do. It's hard for them to go against that current, to swim against the current and do something different, even when their back is against the wall and they have to in order to find a job. This is a difficult setup for the new nurses. I feel for them and I want them to be able to go out into the world with confidence and find a job that is not necessarily what they were told they had to find when they get out of school. And when it comes to nurses who are working in non-hospital roles, so I like to use school nurses as an example of this, or nurse entrepreneurs like myself, or even nurses who work in home health or hospice, they can often be looked down upon by other nurses, and they're told that they aren't real nurses, they're told that what they do doesn't have the same type of impact on society, they're told that you know their skills must be rusty, and they're not really doing a nurse's work. And We need to make sure we internalize for ourselves that what we do is valid, what we do is important, and we can't allow what I mentioned before, this internalized depression, to be imposed on us by other nurses. So if you have a really distinctive, out-of-the-box vision for your career, and it doesn't matter if you're just out of school or you're mid-career like me, or maybe you're retiring and trying to figure out what to do in retirement, You might have to make choices that throw your colleagues for a loop or make your colleagues question your sanity or question why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, Oscar Wilde could have a field day trying to convince you about your worth and the value of doing what you want to do and marching to your own drummer. But, you know, he's not around and you're going to need to find people who are going to support you in doing what you want to do. You need to surround yourself with people who will say, sure, you're a nurse iconoclast and that's really fun and exciting and that takes courage and I'm going to support you in doing what you're doing. So recently I was talking about the National Nurses and Business Association and the conference we went to back in October and a lot of nurse entrepreneurs can feel out on a limb as well because they're not working in the ICU, they're not in the ER and they can feel a lot of self-doubt when starting a business, when striking out on their own and doing something different. So 
for any of you at any point in your career, if you're going to do something different, there's a level of, I guess we could say, ego strength that it takes that you need to develop in yourself to be able to hold your chin high and be able to do what you want to do and damn the torpedoes and just do it anyway. So we have lots of nurses out there who want to start podcasts. We have nurses out there who want to be legal nurse consultants. We have nurses who just want to create something different for themselves because they'd like to be home with their kids when their kids get home from school at 3 p.m. So a lot of us are trying to create something new, something different, so that we can have a lifestyle and a work style that works for us. And it's not up to anyone else to tell us that that's not valid, that we're still not nurses. And I'll tell you folks, two days ago, I left my last nursing job. And yes, I'm hearing a gasp out there in the audience, but I did quit my job as a director of nursing and a chief nursing officer. I decided it's time to put my money where my mouth is and put all of my energy into my writing, my speaking, my podcasting, my blogging, my consulting. And I am now officially as of two days ago, not working as a quote-unquote regular nurse anymore. However, I am not going to allow that to impact my identity as a nurse because I still am a nurse and it informs everything that I do. So no one's going to be able to convince me that I'm not a nurse, even though some of my skills will, by default, become a little rustier. But you know what? I can get those back when I need them. So folks, if you're going to change lanes, if you're going to abandon the road altogether and grab a machete and cut through the jungle and create your own path, you're going to suffer some slings and arrows in return. Some people are going to question you more than anything else. You're going to question yourself. The self-doubt is going to creep in. And you know, Oscar Wilde did it. Pablo Picasso did it. Even Florence Nightingale did it. She created biostatistics and did things that no other woman and no nurse had ever done before. So we were founded, the professional nursing movement was founded by an iconoclast. So we have some great shoes to fill and great shoulders to stand on. So in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 82, I'm going to have links to episode 77. That's where I discuss the importance of learning to talk about yourself positively. I talked about tooting your own horn, developing ego strength, that way that you can wax poetic about your awesomeness and brand yourself in a really positive, powerful way. This is a crucial skill, and I can't overstate how important it is for you to dig deep into that, into that necessary self-worth and valuing of yourself as a clinician, as a person, as a professional. That's episode 77. Back on episode 66, I cajoled nurses to stop saying no to social media to stop saying no to networking, and to not say no any longer to conscious professional development. So listen to episode 66, the link is in the show notes, to hear me reiterate the importance of moving forward in your career using social media networking and a very conscious professional development and career plan so that you're not floundering And you're saying yes to the things that are going to move you forward in the direction you want to go. Meanwhile, I also want to call your attention to episode 54, and the link will be in the show notes for that episode as well, where I talked about 
nurse self-limiting syndrome, the diagnosis that I have given many nurses over the years and myself at times because it rears its ugly head. And in that podcast and the show notes, I offer a treatment plan for you to overcome nursing low self-esteem and chronic negativity and stunted career growth because you're not believing in yourself enough. So my friends, if we can accept our own worth and value, we can begin to believe that our own unique career path has merit. And no matter how many naysayers are out there, no matter how many people are out there telling us that we need to do it this way or that way, because that's the way it's always been done, we need to have the strength to be able to hold our chin high and march forward if we think that's the best path for us. Sure, we might fall on our face. Sure, we might have some failures, but those failures are the things that allow us to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and start again. I've had some failures myself. I'm not afraid to admit it. And that's just par for the course. That's the name of the game. And I want you to feel that you can be an iconoclast. You can positively deviate from the norm as a nurse and still feel really solid and good about yourself and what you're doing and the choices you're making. And if there's any choices you're making that you want to talk about with me, we can definitely hop on the phone or Skype or FaceTime for a few minutes and talk about it so you can get some relatively objective feedback from me about what you want to do. So folks, I hope this has been uplifting and empowering for you. I want you to take some inspired action. And if there is something you're thinking of doing that's a little bit outside the lines, definitely reach out to me because I want to talk about it with you and make sure you're approaching it from a place of solidity and ego strength and feeling positive and optimistic about what you're trying. I want to thank my sponsors again over at staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith. Please head over to staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith and complete your free secure online e-portfolio. It doesn't take long and I really encourage you to do so. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the wonderful Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com, and social media and promotion are handled by the capable and kind Mark Cappiespeason. And remember, back at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that you can support the Nurse Keith Show by going to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You can pledge as little as $2 a month. That's a, basically like a subscription where you will be showing your support for what I'm doing and helping me cover my costs and reach more people with the message of this podcast. And if you pledge at least $5 a month, there are some pretty cool premiums and gifts that you get in exchange. So head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash nurse Keith. Leave a review on iTunes. That definitely helps people find the show. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And remember, at nursekeith.com, you can record a speak pipe message for me, and I will play your voice on the air and answer your questions. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career every day, and tune in again as we continue to explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, and maybe more iconoclastic than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time. <laughs> <laughs>